Hey, Caleb, you wanted to see me? Ah, Spencer, my good fellow. I've been expecting you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did you want something or... Want? Goodness, no. Require. Require? Yes. I require your services for the briefest of moments. Okay. Surely you can see the predicament I'm in. Well, actually, no, I can't. I lost my glasses at the pub last night. A pub, you say? Surely you can't be serious. As serious as a fart during a recto, because I am. And stop calling me Shirley. Rightio. Anyway, if your spectacles were affixed upon your face, you'd see that I, the host of the most prodigious writing and books podcast in the business, has been immobilized by a rather substantial stack of fallen folios. What? My to-read pile finally fell on me while I was taking a nap. But you're on a podcast table. I hardly see how that matters. And you're naked! I hardly see how that matters. Dude, your hairy ass is touching my drink coaster. I hardly see how that matters. It matters to me! Can you just unbury me? No way! Your reckless reading got you into this mess. Blockhead! Wait! Don't go! There's a copy of War and Peace wedged in my taint! Spencer! Can you at least leave me a bottle of whiskey? Hello? Can't get enough drunken nonsense? Listen to new episodes of the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast every Tuesday wherever you get your pods. I have an announcement for your ear holes. Do you know? We, uh, we're not taking this very seriously for two more episodes. Yeah, it's a, we're hitting the end of the year slag, the wall, whatever you want to say, really hard right now. We decided not to have any guests on for December, the rest of December, like until the new year. I didn't tell these guests. <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> schedule. I, I got to do that. I'm like, hey, next year, you can come on next year. For now, I just, we don't, the, the, no, this is the point. Are you even listening? Are any right. of you listening? Most of the time. Statistically, at least half of you stop listening until January. Which I don't get why, because like I still listen to podcasts right now, but like I also what I do for work, you know, I kinda just, you know, sneak thing you know what I yeah. mean? Like but but like yeah, I guess that's kinda weird that yeah, people do kinda stop around now. I guess they just go and marry make marry making oh, is there there's a siren. There is a siren, don't worry, it's only the third zombie apocalypse. I'm trying to see if it's the nuclear siren, or the zombie siren, or... Ooh, not that one. What's that? What is it? You don't want to know. I'll just say it deals with uh, butt stuff. The butt, the, butt, uh, the butt siren? It's like a butt Armageddon. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what the butts are doing. No, we have actually better news. It's a fucking brown note alarm. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> so, at the beginning of the year, once we finish the Divine Comedy... And do an episode on that. We were going to bring back a, a Mirakami Minute. Yep. Probably going to have a couple this year. Uh, um, well, now I know for sure we are. We were originally going to do a Wild Sheep Chase, which I've already read and you still have to read. Yeah. But I happened to find this cool collection that just dropped in October, Haruki Mirakami Manga Stories. And it's a, a bunch of his most famous stories. I don't know why I sound like that. It's a bunch of his most famous stories. Uh, 
appears to be four. Yes. Four of his most famous stories, and they are have been turned into. It's not really a manga. It says manga, but it's in the English left to right. Yeah. Format. Yeah. And the, I mean, I, the art's interesting. So I don't know if it constitutes manga exactly, but that's what it's supposed to be. That's the name of it. Haruki Murakami Manga Stories. And we are going to cover that first. And then we'll take a break for a couple months. And then probably spring or early summer, we'll do a wild sheep chase. Yeah. And uh, I think that's all the book. We didn't have any other book planned. This episode's about books. This is our yeah. recap episode for the year for books. So. Did we have any book goals going into the next year? Like, uh, and for next year, you know what? We'll cover that on the main episode. This is just the open, the lukewarm open. Yes, cold. You know, we had a fucking could it be chilly open. We had a blunder last week. We discussed cold themed stories for a whole episode, and we didn't make any joke about the cold open. Uh, fuck. We're dumb. Anyway, uh, stick around, and we will discuss our. Yearly book recap. The one episode everyone loves the most. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll try to make it like gross or something. Talk about like ooze or pus. Goo. Or pussy pussies. Oh, that's the worst. In your cat sweater. Yeah. Oh, and we're, oh, I spilled tuna juice on it and it stinks. <laughs> I did. I did. Just right before I came downstairs. And it's a very <laughs> thick fabric and it just soaked in and it fucking reeks. How does the missus feel about that? Yeah, she seemed indifferent, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yeah, stick around. You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Billings Blood... Mm. I was going to say banger. That ain't right. Boiler? Boiler. Blood boiler? Yeah. Oh, you know, I was going to say, I remember, Spencer, the Billings Blood Baron Church. Like a baron of blood. Uh, so I, I, well, I got stuck again because I thought boiler sounded better. <laughs> I like blood boiler. You're a blood boiler. Eh. A blood baron. That's nefarious. Yeah. And I don't know how your OnlyFans would work with that. No, you're, you could be a blood baron. I don't care. Or a blood boiler or a blood breaker or a blood. I, I, I just get people upset. Buster. Or... Yeah, you, you boil people's blood yeah. by existing. I just, uh, what I do is, is I uh, like those videos you were watching when I first got here, just I just. Saying negative things just to piss people off. You exist in an insufferable way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I'm hopefully getting paid for it for once. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to pay you to be irritating. You'd be surprised. Well, if you had a fucking big cans, maybe you would. Maybe you would. Hey, I'm working on them. Working for the weekend, baby girl. You can strip me naked and lick my... I don't know if those are the lyrics. What? I don't know. I'm looking up my list. Oh. Bringing up my list. That's a weird list. Uh, 20... Oh, I always forget I have to go to... Like the, the year? Reading challenge list. Mm. Okay, so let me do the recap for you. For me. And then you could do your stupid written handwritten yeah. recap nobody likes that no it's dirty scribbly yeah i don't know you might be closer to me this year than any other year yeah right well i definitely would if it wasn't for this fucking last divine comedy I got thing. You, yeah. yeah 
All right. So my goal for the book was seven year, uh, seven books for the year, and I got thirty one. <laughs> like overshot, but I actually didn't hit my goal. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like three books short of my goal of what was supposed to be on that seven. But people have heard me talk about that enough. I'll, I'll reiterate later. So I started the year off on a high note with the Crimson Cage by John Lees. That or John Lees, I guess Lees or Lees. Anyway, it it was a uh, wrestling graphic novel retelling of Macbeth. Yes. I enjoyed it. It was a good book. It was really good. Uh, and then I finally finished, even though I started this 30 years ago, Jerusalem by Alan Moore. <laughs> and that's still, that took me like March, right? It's a, yeah, it, still, did. it took the whole winter. It did. It did. It took you a long time for that one. So if anyone wonders why I didn't hit my seven book reading goal, it was because Alan Moore fucking took up all of my months almost. Uh, then I read, I finally got into some William Shakespeare. I you read did, that, that surprised me a little bit when you started. Alan Moore broke me in such a way that I actually went to Shakespeare for ease <laughs> and comfort. <laughs> so I read A Midsummer Night's Dream. I really, really enjoyed that. We both read Hear the Wind Sing by Haruki Murakami, which you can mm. listen to on our Maruki, Maruki, Haruki Murakami Minute. Just Murakami Minute. Yeah. I'm fucking fried, bro. We had a hard workout today. <laughs> We're getting gay. We're getting gay. That's what the workout was. Just two bearded guys getting gay. A lot of spotting with no weight. A lot of spotting. A lot of fucking barbells, but no weight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I read Macbeth by William Shakespeare, and I also really enjoyed Macbeth. It was thrilling. And I watched Macbeth. The actually fucking had to get an Apple TV subscription for a month to like, watch it. Uh, the Denzel Washington version that just Ooh, came out. How was that? Directed by the, uh, I think it was directed by one of the Coen brothers. It was really good. Much like reading the book, you won't understand a lot of it uh, because that language is tough. Well, didn't you say when you were reading the actual Macbeth that it helped reading the comic, like the Crimson Cage? Like, Yeah, just like you understood it better. Uh, then we followed up. With more, did we do the Miracomi Minute separate or was this all one big chunk? Because we also did Pinball 1973, which was the sequel to uh, Hear the Wind Sing. I think we did it separate. Yeah, I think we did an episode for each, I think. An episode or a couple episodes? Because that was a, that's that weird flip book. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, th- they were both in one. So we did an episode for each. Uh, you're right. I just weird how they categorized it. As, I read, I guess I read Macbeth between those. Um, I read Criminal Volume 1, uh, Coward by Ed Brubaker. I gave it four stars. I don't remember anything about it. It was just, it was a crime comic. Okay. Um, was that a book club yeah, book? Yeah, it was a book club book. Yeah. The Iliad by, I did the Robert Fagel's translation. I gave it four stars. I like the Iliad. A Ooh. lot of, a lot of stuff. What's his name? Robert Fagel's. Okay. F-A-G-L-E-S. How would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I just, that's tricky. Moving on. <laughs> uh, then I read, I did this for Arcade Bookshop, Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Another four-star read. I really enjoyed that. I, I hated it at first because the writing style was weird, but as soon as I got used to it, I really liked it. You uh, guys did make it seem uh, interesting on the episode. Yeah, it's not the easiest read, but it is a cool story. We followed that up on Arcade Bookshop with Black Mailers Don't Shoot by Raymond Chandler. That's a short story. That was a not even a solid three. No? No, that was more of a two and a half. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it was okay. It was like his first story. Yeah. So it was a little rough around the edges. The One of the best reads of the year, I'm interested to see what I decide my final best read of the year is, because this could definitely be up there. 
Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Five out of five. That yes. was a good one. At Pupil, I gave four out of five. And because these are all like novella slash novel length, I just put these separate. But I did read them in the different seasons collection. Right. But uh, At Pupil, it was a good story, but it went way too long. Like it didn't need to stretch on and on and on. The thing with that is it that's weirdly like I feel like that story is like more weirdly prevalent now. Yeah. More than ever, like, you know, in the past few years. Yeah, it really is. Of just how you can get like sucked into a certain kind of culture or belief thing, yeah. you know, cr- crazy easily. Uh, next up was The Body by Stephen King, and that was also a five-star read. The Boys or... The yeah, Stand. The, oh, yeah. And I went back and watched The Stand after reading that, just to compare. Yeah. And, uh, oh, stand By Me. Stand By Me, not The yeah. Stand. Yeah, and it uh, it follows pretty closely. Right, the yeah. They switch a couple things, but I really like that. Um, And then I this is a cheat one. You could take it off if you want. As I marked different seasons as the whole collection, right. uh, which I gave a five star rating because the only one I didn't like as much was that pupil. Uh, oh no, that is I did do that uh, as its own because there was at least one story in there that wasn't. Or no, no, I had yeah, that separate too. The breathing method. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I gave that four stars. That was an interesting. Isn't story. It, and that's the one with like with the head being cut off but still breathing, right? Yeah, it was it was kind of wasn't there another I guess there's not. What did I read a Stephen King story? No, it was that one. It it was a guy telling a story. Okay, yeah, I remember. Vermis Lost Dungeons and Forbidden something or other. It's a long title, doesn't fit on here. Uh that's by Plastiboo. That's that RPG book. Oh, okay. It's like an art book that's written in art like it's an RPG from old Nintendo era. Oh yeah, I remember I remember when you got that. I gave that a four out of five. I really enjoyed that. I actually am waiting on the second one to come in the mail. I didn't I didn't know you actually got around to actually reading that. I know you I yeah. remember when you got it that you were like flipping through and then checking it out. I mean it's mostly just pictures. It's it's not like a book book. It's it's supposed to be like a uh, RPG uh, guide, like the mm. old guides. Uh, I read The Odyssey by Homer. This was another Robert Fagel's uh, production translation, and uh, that was a five star read. I really enjoyed that much more than I enjoyed uh, the Iliad, even though I like the Iliad a lot. Uh, Rose Quartz Poems by Sasha Toksha Blue Lapointe. Uh, that was a four star read. It was. I mean, it's hard for me to rate poetry. I mean, I liked it. But at the same time, I don't know a lot of what's yeah. going on. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter Volume 2, I gave a 4 out of 5. That was a solid follow-up, yes. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. Animal Farm by George Orwell. I did that for Arcade Bookshop. That is a 5-star read. Uh, and by the way, you guys should check out these, uh, the ones I'm naming for Arcade Bookshop, because we talk about those thoroughly on that podcast. If they're out, I don't know. Bryce... He, uh, it depends on yeah whenever. the order. We did so many in advance that I don't know because then we started getting guests and stuff. So I don't know what order he's putting things out now. Uh, we both did the plague for DPW mm-hmm. as a book of the month mm-hmm. by Albert Camus, and that was a four out of five. Listen to that episode. We go very very much in detail on uh, our feelings on that. And I think that was a good discussion. Yeah, I think that was probably one of our more in depth talks about a book. Yeah. I read The Sound and the Fury by William Faulkner. That was a five-star read. That was That's also pushing for one of my favorites of the year. Uh, it was really, really good. What's the Furthest Place from Here by Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, it was three stars. And you was... didn't really like that one, I think. That yeah. was with like, the kids, like the group of kids. And the, yeah, and the it wasn't a popular one for the yeah. book club. Uh, the Ionid, I gave three. That was all. That's by Virgil. That was uh, also a Robert Fagel's edition translation. I ended up listening most of that on audiobook, and I'm surprised I gave it a three. I really thought that was a two-star read for me because I did not, I barely was able to finish that. 
I mean, when you had to go move it into a uh, Audible. Yeah, it wasn't the writing. It was just that basically it's the Iliad and Odyssey retelling in a Italian, like with an Italian hero. Like it was basically all the stuff that happened in those books pretty much happens to the character in this. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I read Hamlet by Shakespeare. I gave that a four out of five. Not as everyone says Hamlet's like the best. Not my favorite. Nope. Not my favorite. Uh, guy's kind of whiny. His mm. name's Hamlet. Yeah. yeah I don't like that. Hamlet. Hamlet. Uh, Horoscope, Zodiac Anthology, Volume 3, five oh, out of five geez. stars. <laughs> <laughs> I did read that, though. Obviously, because oh, you- I'm in it. Oh, you got you you got around because I, I know you checked out some of the stories, but I didn't know if you got around. Uh, uh I think I read most of it. Mm. I don't know if I read every single story in it. Maybe I did. It's hard to say. Uh, because I was reading them very sporadically, like just here and there. Whenever yeah. I get, didn't feel like reading something else. Uh, Daredevil: Born Again by Frank Miller. I gave that four out of five. I really enjoyed that. Mm, the worst read of the year award. <laughs> Thanks to Bryce from RK Bookshop for suggesting we read this one. Zone One by Colson Whitehead. I gave it a one star. If I can give it a zero, I would. If I could burn it in a fire, I definitely would. Is it, but that, it has to be filmed. That's the only time you condone burning books. It's tough because I, my instinct is just to give it to somebody, but I don't want anybody to read it because I hate it so much. See, when you, uh, I know it's probably, it's going to be a little bit later on the list, but I thought you were going to go with something else that you hated the most. Well, we'll see. Uh, next up, Becoming the Book, the Boogier Man. <laughs> Becoming the Boogeyman by Richard Chismar. I gave that a four out of five. Listen to our October Book of the Month episode. We both thoroughly enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Ride, Volume 1 by Joshua Williamson. I gave it two. I didn't like that book. I, everyone else in the book club did. I thought it was boring. No, I thought it was dumb. Uh, and then finally, I read A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, which I gave a ravenous four out of five. And now, here's here's a little bit of a caveat. We have two weeks left to go in the year or so. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to finish at least one of these. So I'm currently reading 100 Poems by Seamus Henney, which I just got yesterday, but I'm really enjoying it. So I might finish that before the two weeks are up. Right. Oh, I don't know why this isn't under my finished reads, but Bodies by uh, C. Spencer. That was our last book club book. I gave it a three. Did I give it a three stars? I thought I fucking hated that book. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought you were going to. Oh, it, it didn't fucking mark it as complete. No, that gets a one. I give that a one or a two. I'll give it a two. I like the art. That's uh, that's what I thought you when you were talking about worst. Well, that could be the worst comic you read for the year. Yeah, I really didn't care for that one. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, Jesus. Messing up now? November 3rd. No, because I read it in a day, but because it, it does that fucking date thing. It said it for today. Like, it uh. took me a month to read this shitty book. No, it didn't. November 30th. I read it in a day, and I hated it. I stayed up late reading, then I was tired the <laughs> oh. next day, too. I was like, you fucking asshole. Ew, boo. I had The Divine Comedy, The Inferno, The Purgatorio, and The Paradiso. I'm not going to be finished with that, but I thought I would, but I, it turned into homework. Yeah, it does. It gets a little homework. It's here. not that I, it's a weird one, and we'll talk about it when we do the episode. I am enjoying it when I'm reading it, but I don't, you, you it's ha- like reading a nonfiction textbook. It's like, it could be inf- information that's interesting, but I don't want, I'm not seeking it out. It, it, it's not drawing you to read it. Like how sometimes when you get into a book and you're like, I got to fucking finish reading this book. It's not that. It's like, oh, I have some time. I'm on the read it, yeah. I'm on the shitter. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> Let's get a canto out of the way. Yeah, so I'm probably not going to finish that before the end of the year. I'm currently reading Rashomon and 17 Other Stories by Rinosuke Akutagawa. 
Uh, it's a Jay Rubin translation. You know, Jay Rubin Ooh, yeah, who did from... all the uh, Americami books. Uh, at first, I thought I wasn't going to finish that by the end of the year because some of the stories were like, eh. But then I just hit like a bunch of really good stories. Like last night, I ended up fucking reading for like an hour and a half. So I think I'm I'm almost done. Nice. So I'm probably going to finish that by the end of the and year. What was that? Rashomon and 17 Other Stories. Mm-hmm. Short story collection. Don Quixote by Miguel de Cervantes. I would have already been done with it. I just started the stupid Divine Comedy and took a break. I was really enjoying that. Uh, that m- might be... Once I finish it, my one of my favorite books of all time. And it's kind of hard to read two different books that are over a thousand, almost over a thousand pages each. Yeah, the only problem with Don Quixote is because like it's split into two books. It was t- technically two books. Like one came out a good while after the first book. The first book is it's highly funny. It's highly entertaining, and you just breeze through it, and it's really good. The second book is in the exact same vein, but it's almost like a comedian kind of re like going through their their best jokes mm-hmm. tour so it's like oh yeah like i really like these jokes but i already heard them right so you could enjoy it but it, it doesn't hit quite the same so it's almost like the first book five star second book three and a half four star uh but it's like the same quality so i don't know by the time I, unless the ending really wows me it might drop down a notch in my uh in my ratings and then I'm still re- like that first five by Henry Wallens. I only read the first novel out of that. Yeah. I'm not going to finish that anytime soon. And then the byline selected articles and dispatches of four decades by Ernest Hemingway. Uh, that's his nonfiction collection. I stopped reading that like a year and a half ago. <laughs> I was really enjoying it. It's just, again, nonfiction. I mean, you know, I was what I was doing is I was reading like a thing a day and I got like halfway through. I need to just go back to it, but I won't finish that anytime soon either. Your turn. Okay. So I started out. Uh, a year, the year with a um, with the YA trilogy, believe it or not, a YA a young adult, adult trilogy because uh, Mr. Neil Gaiman was involved, but I think he was mostly more involved with like the first one and just kind of like came up with like ideas, like you know, like pl- like plotting and stuff for the second yeah. one, where the co co writer did the majority of the work on, on them. But uh, so the first book is called Interward. Which is like if you were gonna look up the series, it'd be like the Interward series. So there's the Interward, Interward, uh, the Silver Dream, and the Internal Will, and they're all about this um this kid, uh, Joe or Joey, who him and all his different versions of himself throughout all the different universes have this ability to like walk in between the wards and stuff like that. Yeah, and then so there's a um. So there's like a like a corpse of them. Like there's a big group of all these different Joeys from different Earths and di- uh, and like some very like you know there's like a wolf kind of version. One has wings. There's a female version and stuff like that. And like so the group of them, they're like in charge of trying to save all these different uh, universes that uh, deal with uh, that. There's like a there's like a magical bad guy and like a science bad guy, mm-hmm. and that's like versus both both of them. They were okay. They were pretty. pretty wasn't that the one you said you were kind of dragging your feet? A little. It wasn't that you weren't liking it. It was just like how we talked about the Divine Comedy. It's like I'll read it when it's there and I don't mind mm-hmm. it. It's just it's not something I'm like excited to go well, read. And what I think with because I read all three of those like back to back to back, so I think yeah. that had a thing to do with it. But they and and they're all like around like two, I think two fifties, like the like the longest of them. But I did let a friend from work read them, and she really enjoyed them. Yeah. She like she she really liked them. But I think you know she has more of that kind like that kind of taste towards things yeah. and stuff like that. 
But I would definitely would check it out, especially like if you have, you know, if you have a kid or niece, nephew, somebody like that, you know, try to get them into reading. I think it would be good, good for them. And then I, uh, the dark net, which is the, is from Benjamin Percy. And it's just a really cool horror story, um, dealing with, uh, like demons and the internet and like, uh, it was just, it was really good. I, that one, that one was really good. I, I think I was going to try to, uh, get you to read since you were going to, once you yeah. get through the rest of your seven, you were talking about going on a more genre. Like, specific gen- yeah. Tour. So, I, so I, I already have some things planned out for you and you, you get there to, to check out. Oh God. Then uh, I did, like, as you mentioned earlier with the Hear the Wind Sings and Pinball 1978, you know, uh, those were next for me. Both, you know, I enjoyed both of those. And those were like the first, his first two, right? His first two, two novels, two, yeah. First two are the Mir- Mirakami. Don't have quite the Mirakami stuff as... It, it touches, a, a especially bit. the second one, the Pinball one, but it's not... The end of the Pinball one specifically, right. like where the machines come alive or something. Yeah, but, like... Or like, like he has like a weird vision or something. something. Strange, yeah, he yeah. imagines that it's alive or something. But but yeah, you, wild sheep chases where it really kicks off right. near commie stuff. Then uh, I went with uh, Dead Even with which is uh, Brian Melser's second uh, novel, and it's about a couple who the wife just got a uh, a new job as like assistant DA or something like you know that was like a, a legal thriller, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then her husband is a defense lawyer, and through a ridiculous situation, they get pinned against each other in a court case, and on each one of them sides, they have different people telling them, like, hey, you're going to win, or I'm killing your significant other. So, like, they're being, like, super dicks to each other, trying to get information from each other, looking through their their briefcases, thing you know, things like that. And like and it's just this funny thing of like them being dicks to each other, but they're trying to help each other and it's like that. Yeah. And again, like and this was like uh another one that was like written in like the mid to early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh so just with like technology and stuff was wasn't as prevalent and stuff right there. So uh but it was re- it, it was really good. It was one of my favorite books of books of the year. Then I read iRobot which was completely different from anything what I thought it was going to be because that Will Smith movie, like I knew, like that. Well, you said the book hardly had any Will Smith in it. No, it had it had nothing to do with it. It was literally like it slowly went through some of the years on of just like the progress of like how like you know robots kind of how they first kind of started showing up in homes and how they kind of became more popular and like. Didn't then sending them out into space for mining and things like that, and I guess like they had like some characters that was in the movie like they took for took from that to to make the movie. But uh, whenever I was like lo- looking up things and researches, like that Will Smith movie, they kind of took like a character and a thing uh, from a different part of like the iRobot series, where there's like that I think they're on Mars or something like that. And there's a detective who has a robot as a partner yeah. and stuff like that, which um, I, I I I would want to eventually get around to to reading that. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't what it was. It wasn't bad. It just it, it was not exact. Like you know what I mean? They did they pulled nothing from this for that movie. Like they just took the name because you know I Robot sounds yeah sounds like it's a good title. And then you had me read the sailor the sailor who fell from grace. 
No, that's yeah. Just, yeah. A sailor who, who fell, fell from, from grace with the sea. sea or something. Yeah, sailor who fell yeah. from gate. AKA do kid watches his mom get banged out all the time. Like. <laughs> It's murdering it. Yeah. Like, alleged. Uh, yeah, alleged. we might. Uh, it, it gives the illusion of murder. You know, you don't actually get to see the murder when that's about Look, to happen. They're like, oh, we're going to end the book. You wanted a taste of some real Japanese lyrical prose. <laughs> there you go. That's actual literary fiction from Japan. I suppose. I mean, it, it, it was written well and everything like that. You know, it wasn't like the writing was bad or anything. It was just like one of those just like, oh. This is really gross and kind of weird. Yeah, we come al- across a lot of that in the Japanese fiction, actually. Like, weird <laughs> shit with kids. We do, we do. Like, Coin Locker Baby is the very beginning of oh, it. Like, that, yeah. Whew. Um, then I went with uh, Finder, which is a second in the... Um, oh, what's the character's name? It's like uh, something... Uh, Abigus Kodiak. It's a... It's written by uh, Greg Rucker, who's a big uh, comic book guy. You know, it's about this um, like guard who is um, or like a like a personal guard, and just more of like the. It's it's kind of hard to explain without explaining what happened, like in the first book and stuff. But it's yeah. a good thriller, like action adventure and, and stuff like that. I uh, it's about rampagingly gay sailors on a spaceship. No, no, <laughs> no. That's the story I want to read. <laughs> no. And then the the plague, as you as you mentioned earlier, was what I read next. Um, and then uh, I read the road, which was just fucking bleak and yeah, and depressing and just like I, I mean, real holiday pick me up. Yeah. Uh, no, granted, I it was a Cormacy Cormac McCarthy book that I finished. Yeah. So I gotta give it, you know, a props for that. You're one for one now. <laughs> yeah, I have one, one to one. Yeah, five hundred. Yeah, I've read one and read half another one, <laughs> or a quarter of another one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it was all right. But uh, but you, yeah, I mean, you already kind of gave me. You already let me know going into it, and it was a good thing that it wasn't like winter the dead yeah. dregs of winter and that it wasn't like that long of a book because like i don't know how many more like well it doesn't even have chapters or anything in it no. like it's, it's weird breaks and there's like just the boy and the man and like he's like did he never give this kid a name like i said like i said to think like is this even his actual like father did like, this guy just like find this kid like it's hard to say it's a weird story uh, and then, um, uh, becoming the boogeyman, mm. uh, like you said, check out our earlier, uh, post. And then even if you want to go farther back of, uh, our episode on the book before that, chasing the boogeyman. But again, that was, that's up there. That was, a, that was one of my, one of my, good, uh, better reads for the year. And then, uh, the sky vault, which is the, which is another Benjamin Percy, uh, novel, um, it's his end of at least the first set of the Comet trilogy where he has like this, uh, new meadow that gets introduced to, to Earth and like they're yeah. able to do a whole bunch of, you know, and so like, cause each book kind of dealt like the first book kind of dealt with like the industry of like building things and manufacturing of things. And then the second book dealt with, uh, like the, the, how it affected like the environment and, and, and things like that. And then this third one really dealt more into like um just kind of like where where like the metal came from and uh like a secret history that took place early like in the 60s and stuff for it 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 was really good um 
I would give anybody who is kind of into like that, like rampagingly gay v- pirates, rampagingly gay pirates, and like uh, science fiction kind of kind of stuff. It, it was really good. And then uh, that's all the stuff that I finished. I don't know if I am able to put because I have finished Inferno. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts as a as a book, you know, a, as one. Sure. Um, and then I'm about like halfway through. Um, they sell them as th- individual books too. Yeah. So because they're each like almost 300 pages long, right? So like I finished the Inferno and I'm about halfway through the um, Purgatorio. Yeah, Purgatory. I mean, I'm just calling it Purgatory. Just add the O. It's not hard. Purgatorio. Spaghettios. Spaghetti. Yeah. I'm about halfway through that, uh, so I'm hoping to have that done by the end of the year or the very beginning of the next year and then i might take a break from that and try to get some other stuff in considering how you know depending on where you end up i'm very far behind and then i don't know where uh bryce is at on it so i think um, he just started reading the bible (laughs) you know what like uh, again, like, we'll get into it when we talk about that one, but, like, I'm just finding, like, like if I was ever, wear- like, wary, like, wavering on what I, like, my religious beliefs and stuff like that, that just firmly just sits into, like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. We were talking off air how stupid it is, like, the first level of hell is just people who were born before <laughs> Christ was alive. Yeah. And before Christianity was a religion. <laughs> how the fuck... Oh, sorry. I was just born in the wrong time. I guess right. I'll go to hell now. Right. I, I I was I was born, lived a life, and died before this thing even was created. Sorry, I didn't have the knowledge <laughs> of what never existed when I was alive. That's like that time's version of like, well, like how old people are like, well, why can't you just buy a house? Yeah. <laughs> dumb. Uh, but that's pretty much where uh, where I'm at. I've read a shit ton of comics oh uh i did finally finish the manga series dr stone i've talked about in previous years but the the last couple volumes came out this year and i was able to finish that and really enjoyed it and like that's the first time that i've completed the manga before what the show uh because the show probably has uh, i think it just finished the season but it probably has at least one more season maybe two more seasons to you know, to, to catch up and be, you know, and, and, and finish. But yeah, uh, so that should be interesting. I won't have to worry about like now watching the openings and be like, who the fuck is that guy that I've never seen before? Like, right. what are you, who are you spoiling me now? Now, now, now I know. Now I know. I know. Um, so what's your book total? Uh, so let's see. I think 14 at, at Sky Vault and then like 15 if you count Inferno and then so if like 15 and then and 873 half. if you count graphic novels and stuff and trade yeah mm-hmm. like some of those are they're thick like some might you can read in an hour some that take a couple of days you know oh they're like the trades and stuff yeah yeah just depends oh we should mean. probably also both of us should also probably put on their uh Batgirl Year One because we'll be reading yeah. that for our comic book uh book club at the end of this month, so that will also be technically done before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, we could also add the Batgirl and the Girl Scouts and the Kitty Kitty. The Woo-Hahs. So uh, you want to smoke some drugs? Or wait, no, no, that's not it. What was I thinking? Some oh. crack, crack. Smoke that chronic. No, uh, book goals for next year. For next year, what is your book goal? I'll go first. Okay. Because you already were talking too much. Yeah. Forever. People don't want to hear that. They need a break. Yeah. So the book goals for next year is to finish this year's book goal <laughs> of seven books. 
So on my list of seven, so far I've read the Iliad, the Odyssey, the Aeneid, and I am pushing Dante's Inferno uh, to its limit, and I will read the whole Divine Comedy by some time. And then that leaves me with Paradise Lost and Ulysses, which might take all of next year. Yeah. Those are very fucking difficult. Assuming I'm able to get those done at a reasonable time frame, uh, I told you before I am going to go into a lot of genre stuff, but I'm also, my plans are I want to read some more Faulkner. Yeah. So I want to read As I Lay Dying. I want to read at least one either Dostoyevsky or Tolstoy big-ass book. You just like to hurt yourself. Yeah, I'm actually steering towards uh, Brothers Karamazov. I think that's going to be my first uh, real rush because I read notes from the underground, but that was like, meh. Uh, I'm gonna read uh, Brothers Karamazov, and I think that'll be my real introduction to like deep philosophical Russian literature. And then I'll decide if I want to read anything else <laughs> by Russian authors after that, <laughs> judging how that goes. And hopefully, that doesn't take a million years. That's a big book. And then I want to read uh, more of those Michael Moorcock Elric books I have. Mm-hmm. I want to read a lot more of those Robert E. Howard collections. And I want to read, um, obviously, I, I don't know if we were talking on air or not, but the Stephen King, uh, we were talking about doing the 1Q84 by Haruki Mirakami, because I've read that before. Right. But I'd read it again. We'd do mm-hmm. a Mirakami Minute on it, and then I would read it, and you would read it again. Right. Uh, I think that would be a fun, maybe a summer summer thing. Yeah. But yeah, and then just like, you know, you have some sci-fis and stuff that maybe I'll read and... Maybe I'll go a little easier and just read things that catch my interest, but I, I'm definitely going uh, fun genre stuff. And right. just a, like every month, I'll probably catch on like a little. Like the Faulkner stuff won't take me too long. Um, I'm sure I'm gonna want see I'll, if I read Ulysses, I'm done with Joyce. Yeah, so I don't. Oh, go. you you you've, you read everything that he only read. has like four books. Okay, I mean he might have like some short stories I haven't read and stuff, but I'm not really worried about that. And I read the most important thing: the letters, mm. the erotic letters. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, his 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 masterpieces. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm I'm completely incorrect. I didn't read all of his work because I didn't read his fucking magnum opus of nonsense, Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> but I'm not gonna ever read that. Nobody reads that. You're not gonna even attempt it. The, you, uh, you there's no words. It's not real words. <laughs> When's that ever stopped you? All right, uh, I'll you're, read. you're in Jerusalem. Oh, for the inebriated reading challenge, me and uh, Ashley are going to do that S book right there. S by J.J. Abrams. Oh, you're bringing that that series back? It's not a series. It's that fucking... no, the, no, the drunken. Oh, the inebriated. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before. Um, I actually got him a copy of the book for Christmas so we can read it because we were talking about that because that's like a really fucking weird book. It's got all kinds of shit that goes with it. I think it would be really fun. might be one we actually enjoy for, you know, for the ergodic literature. Yeah. At least try to read one or two of those kind of things every year, like House of Leaves type of stuff. But uh, I think that's... I'm going to read more Shakespeare. I'm going to read... Uh, like I said, I'll probably still dive into a bunch of literary fiction that I don't plan on. Yeah. But, you know, I, my, my fucking fancies change with the wind like mm-hmm. i'm all of a sudden i'm like you know what i actually want to read this super dense giant right. uh dutch book uh what about you well i always try to keep my goal a little bit simpler to because i don't have a book goal yeah. by the way like an actual number this year usually i try to get towards like 50 or so yeah. but like i'm not i don't, i'm not doing it this year so you can i try i just try to shoot for my 12 a year yeah one, one a month one a month but i normally like I can normally get around to like 14, 15, which that makes me, you know, pretty good. You know, um, I plan on, you know, I still got like my, you know, uh, the, I still have a couple of Benjamin Percy novels, like a lot of the people like I've 
like that are on this list, it's gonna be just like a lot of like reading like the next book, like you know the the Brad Melsers that kind of stuff. I also I want to at least read one more uh, Vonnegut book. You know what I mean? I want to read because yeah. I didn't I didn't read, didn't read any Vonnegut this year. Uh, you need to read some Junji Ito. I'm gonna yeah. read some more of his stuff as well. So there's just like a lot a lot of that. I I want to read. I guess it would be considered more literature fiction but it's like the um i want to read stuff like uh like fahrenheit 911 and um 451 oh yeah 451 um and 1984 um animal farm animal farm you know uh maybe Maybe go back and try to check out some like uh, H.G. Wells like uh, short stories, mm-hmm. the Vonnegut kind, you know, like kind kind of stuff, like you know, like that. It's literature-ish, but it I also feel like it'll be it more entertaining, yeah, and, and stuff like that. Well, who's what's gonna be your author that's out of the blue that you had? Like I said I was gonna read either Dostoevsky or Tolstoy, like a new author that. Yeah, I mean, I read like I said, I read the notes from the underground by Dostoevsky, but. Like I haven't read any of their grand books, you know, yeah. any of his or Tolstoy's. So who's gonna be your like outlier? Okay, I'm gonna try this new author that I've never read before. Uh, I don't know about new author yet. I know I want to get into. I want to read some more. Um, uh, oh, hey, can we fucking read Unknown Mail by Nicholas Oberon finally? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> But um, uh, with the mice and men, um, oh John Steinbeck, Stein, yeah, uh, read some more of actually him, um, some of his bigger books. Yeah. Um, there is like some stuff like I wanted to read. I was gonna see see what you thought about it, and I, I've kind of mentioned it before. Is like maybe we could do that as like part of like a like a mini kind of series for the for the podcast. But we like read things. That like uh, books that have been made into like movies and shows they like because yeah. like, like especially recently like I heard like Jurassic Park mm-hmm. like the novels just fucking like horrendous like you know just like violent violent and stuff like that but they like, have one of those Barnes and Nobles like those books I have there they have one of those that I always see but yeah I always thought Jurassic Park was lame like as a book like I, I don't know I just yeah. like Star Wars like just fan fiction what is this yeah well I mean they they got the book was fair so oh, yeah, all right. Uh, but like you know, made like that. Uh, Willy Wonka, Jaws. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. You know, different. You know, kind of different things like that. Uh, we uh, I mentioned before, but I'm just in- interested to see like at least reading the first one, like the first Oz book, like you know that like that kind of stuff. The manga. There's a manga series I wanted to because I oh during like COVID I was able to get all the the volumes. I've talked about you before, and and I mentioned on here that Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. So like, what I want to do is like, I wanna, I wanna read the man the manga because I've never read the manga, but I've watched the anime. And, but so I like, I want to read and I want to rewatch the series. I just don't know if I'm going to like read the whole thing first, or like read sections of it and then like watch sections of the anime and then go back to re- like you know what I mean. I haven't decided yet on. You know, make all this easier. What's that? Dump. American comics, but uh, no more American comic books. Read, just go I manga. Want, but I want to read Spider Man and Nightwing. I was gonna specifically say dump Spider Man and Nightwing. Is it even good anymore? It's it's uh it's that's a no, whole it's other. terrible. It's yeah. fucking terrible. Just say it. It's 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 better. This had the, the previous run for the past year or so has not been the greatest. It has not, but this storyline that they're working on now has been a little bit better. But yeah, 
in in general, it has not been the greatest. Can you stop and but, read things that are good? But I don't wanna. Why? Because I want I I wanted to, I wanted to support the characters that I like. No, it's just obsessive behavior. It's, it's, it's a little bit of obsessive behavior. You're just feeling like you're gonna miss out on. You're not gonna miss out on anything. Because well, because what I know what's gonna happen. Like if I do stop in, for a while, and then I get back on. I'm eventually just gonna go back and get those issues, anyways. Like you know what I mean. Like, you got a problem. I, yeah. Well, you sell know. all your comics and just be a manga guy. Just switch. Uh, make the yeah. switch. Make the switch. The the fucking ship's sinking. Yeah. Superhero comics, American superhero comics. The ship's sinking. If oh it's not God. already sunk, you need to get off. It is bad. You need to jump ship. Get on one of those Japanese cruisers <laughs> and just fucking live it up. Yeah, the whole being. Like the main comic companies being owned by major corporations has not helped the industry at all. It has not. So anyway, that is our yearly oh, book oh, recap. Yeah, it was longer, longer, than, longer than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode, I know it's exciting for you oh, folks, gosh. just like it is for us. Our writing recap yeah, and writing goals. Goal. I'm actually really excited about that one because we actually, for the first year, made a little, since, made some progress since we started this fucking thing. Actually, have things to brag about. <laughs> like, actually, have news to celebrate. Actually, have writing things because we finally said, you know what? Let's take it serious. Right. Now, instead of publishing our own stuff, let's actually see if people will publish our work. And oh my god, they have. Right. So we actually have things and things in the works too, which I like. And, yeah. I, and eyes on other things. Yeah. Well, I got my eyes on a lot So if you folks like our content, give us a like and a follow and a subscription and a review and some money and donations. Hit them likes. Hit them likes. Buy us a coffee. I don't have the coffee, coffee. thing. But buy us a cup of Joe. Uh, go, subscribe. Give us money on Patreon. Uh, Just mail us support our Support our Kickstarter. Uh, anything else people do? Check us out on Mastodon. I don't fucking know. I Blue don't. Sky. Blue Sky. We don't do these things. Uh, maybe we should, but we don't. Uh, just check us out at DPW Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and X Twitter. Uh, you can check uh, Spencer out this week. He is the Billings Blood Boiler Church on OnlyFans. Only fans. Is that what you're going with, boiling blood? I, if that's what you, if that's what you anoint me, double, double. Uh, I was gonna do the Macbeth, but you know what? I'm just stopping before I get ahead because then I'll just go into a whole soliloquy, mm. and I'll just be tomorrow and tomorrow. And we tomorrow. don't need that. No, I haven't been practicing. <laughs> that's one thing uh, that uh, Benjamin McAvoy from Hardcore Literature always promotes is uh, committing things to memory. So you should always have verses you could just recite. So it must be a British thing. I'm like, yeah. I can't even recite song lyrics that I've listened to 5,000 times, <laughs> right. let alone recite Macbeth. That's why it always takes me a while. Like, if we're talking about, like, a book or, like, a comic or something, it always takes me a minute because it's like, I need re... Like, I need my memory jogged. And, like, I have to go and I have to pull, mm. pull that memory out for me to, like, you know, get it. It's like it's I need... It's never right there. It's like I need to sit down in my computer chair, but I have so much laundry on it. I always <laughs> just gotta, like, get everything out of the way before I can sit down. Uh, a few folks, uh, I already said stuff. I don't think there's any more to say. You can check no. out my stuff at calebjamesk.com. I will be sharing more publishing news on there soon because I got some more things coming. Uh, and I'm hoping by the, we'll talk about this next week, but I'm hoping by the beginning of the year, the new year, that I'll have more good news to be, because like I, we were talking about off air, 
I have a feeling I'm going to have some more acceptances coming in. Hopefully. I'm I'm really banking on at least three solid ones that I think I'm going to get. And if those come in, I probably won't hear for until at least the beginning of the year minimum, mm. maybe even longer. But I'm yeah. hoping I can kick off the new year with good news and just get like a bunch of books coming. You know, th- that'd be awesome. I get books coming to start the year. Yeah. Like, I feel like that put me on a really... uh you Good know, upward, yeah, upward trajectory. And you already got one coming out on, uh, supposedly anyway, January thirteenth yeah, is uh, Gridiron Gates of Hell. Yeah, I do believe that's the. Yeah, that it's a horror anth- a horror football anthology, yes. which is interesting. And that one is, uh, I think, all the proceeds are going to charity, which mm-hmm. is cool. So keep your eyes peeled, folks. Spencer and me and whoever else we can get, we'll be posting about that soon. But again, that's like one of those things where. You never know, like, when these publishers or if it's indie people or whoever, like, some of them are really up on the promotion. Right. Like, they're just constantly grinding and promoting. And then some of the other ones I've seen, even things I've been accepted in, you don't hear until, like, the week before. They're right. just all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, this is coming out. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You want people to read it? Like, you got to really promote yeah. the shit. But, uh, yeah, so you keep an eye out for that. And then um, what we need to fucking, I also want some news on is that Diabolic Press. Yeah. Like, I'm really looking forward to seeing because they put the cover out for that first issue, which looked fucking cool. Yeah, I still haven't heard anything yay or nay. Like, yeah. I wonder if... if, if That's like another if, thing. Like, I didn't get... Oh, yeah, you didn't hear from them yet. No. I didn't hear... Uh, like, I don't think they asked for my address or anything, like, to send the book. They said they'd send a book, so... But that's, like... I think that's coming out in February, right? Something like that, I think, so, yeah. That'd be cool because then I'd have two books coming out in February. Well, that'd be a magazine. Yeah, that's a magazine. It's a horror lit. I don't, we don't know. We never decided, found out if it was. That was the thing. Yeah. When you submitted, you weren't. We were like, I don't know if this is actually a horror magazine. Yeah. So I don't know. Like you kind of edge towards thriller. Right. So, but I mean, you, you haven't been rejected, so that's a good yeah. sign. Anyway, folks, we'll talk about that more next week, and maybe Spencer have good news by then. Yeah. Or maybe he'll be rejected and he'll be sorrowful in his yeah. uh, publishing rating. Oh, fucking tank! Tank, <laughs> tank, tank. Anyway, we'll check you out next week. What are you doing? Trying to, you know, game. <laughs> what? This game is really hard. Pac-Man? Uh, yeah. Dude, you're supposed to be playing the game for next week's episode of Arcade Bookshop. I mean... <sighs> I will. I'm really close to beating this. Right. And what about the book? Huh? We're supposed to finish a book for the podcast, too? Oh, yeah. I finished that last week. Yes! Oh, did you finally beat it? Uh Uh-huh. The first level. Oh, boy. You can listen to new episodes of Arcade Bookshop every other Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your pods. You'll always find us with a controller in one hand and a book in the other.